Where did that happen? Not in Magma. So, so this one, this time. one time. Not in Magma. It's shitty bitch Kim. Why don't I see a giant chicken chasing me down the street right now? It stinks. Sometimes things don't work out fine. Not a bang, not a bang. Where the leopard, leopard, leopard lounge, lounge was, was, the leopard lounge was. Where Silver Creek stinks. So one time, not, not a bang camp. So one time, it's, it's dollar beer nights, it's dollar beer nights. Man, I ain't fucking lowercase. I'm going to get one of those hookers. Man, I ain't fucking lowercase. So, this one time. Hey, man. Hey, man. Cloven Hoof, motherfucker, coming to get me, man. No, ooh, Edmonton had another goal. I have to go show my boobs to another boy. I can hear, hear Lori flying yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that I'm in a fucking movie, man. <laughs> I've got crabs, but I'm not itchy. <laughs> So one time, not a fan camp. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again, kid again, kid again, kid again, kid again. Hey, it's Nurse Nancy. I can't come in to record tonight. I have to work concessions at the morgue. This one time, not a band camp. Not a band camp. So this one time, I was hanging out with my friend who liked to do experiment with drugs. And when I say experiment with drugs, I don't mean, you know, like acid or mushrooms or smoking weed or taking some sort of pills or anything like that. This was a dude who was like, okay, I'm going to take a whole bunch of royal jelly today and see how that makes me feel. Or I'm going to go and pick these flowers that my mom told me about and I'm going to dry them and then I'm going to smoke them and see how that makes me feel. I'm going to go dig up this root that grows on this, this plant grows out of and I'm going to boil it for two days and I'm going to drink that stuff and see how it makes me feel. That kind of shit. Like fucking Merlin the Wizard drugs, okay? Like fucking medieval, if you don't do it right, you're going to fucking have your arm fucking fall off or you're going to go blind type of drugs. Like fucking Datura and shit, you know? Eating fucking morning glory seeds. Those sort of weird things. Like one time he fucking comes over to me and says, hey man, I got a whole bunch of shit. It's called broom bush. And I'm like, what do you mean broom bush? He's like, well, you know that plant that grows across the street from our high school in the smoke pit? He's like, well, I took some of it home and I was looking at it in this fucking botany book that I got. And it's this shit called broom bush. And what you want to do is you want to take these flowers and then we dry them out and then we smoke them and then we're going to get really high. It's supposed to be the stuff that witches would smoke before they think that they were flying around in their brooms. That's why they call it broom bush. I'm like, oh, okay, man, maybe I'll go along with that, you know, like, I'll I'll watch you do it first and see how that works out. Maybe I'll come along for the ride. So that's the kind of shit that this guy was into experimenting with, right? So this one time he says to me, I found something really cool the other day when I was snooping around um, in this alleyway looking for some cool stuff. And, and I'm like, first off, this light bulb goes off in my head and I say, what kind of cool stuff? He's like, well... I found this old pool pump and then I found a really neat jar and, and I found an old swag lamp. So I'm building a bong out of that and it's going to be really cool. I'm calling it the Death Star, which actually turned out to be something pretty fucking amazing all in all. Like a little bit of, I'm going to say, stoner engineering afterwards. And it, it was a pretty impressive situation that he had kind of, you know, built all together and cobbled with all the shit that he had found. But that's for a different story.
So he says to me, he found something cool when he was looking for cool stuff. And he wasn't talking about the fuel or the pool pump. What he was referring to was that this lady in whose, you know, her yard backed up against kind of like a hill where you couldn't really get to unless you were snooping around or doing something shady. So she had this huge backyard garden and along the fence line she had a whole bunch of poppies and they're they're the good kind of poppies like you're going to afghanistan to invade and and start a war with china type of poppies right um one that can fuel economies for hundreds of years type of poppies uh so he's like what we can do with those is uh we can we can take them and we can get the seeds and then we can grow our own and then we can have all sorts of poppies and we can make fucking opium and we can do all sorts of cool shit with it and I thought about this old like Cheech and Chong sketch where he says, go get me some weed. And it takes him all day, like all day. And it's like crickets out when they come back, right? Like it's an old like record sketch. It's fucking sunshine when he leaves. It's crickets when he comes back. And basically what he produces is kind of like fucking Jack and the Beanstalk shit. He's like, well, I, I didn't come back with no weed, but I came back with fields of weed. And the guy's like, fields of weed? Holy fuck, how did you manage that? He's like, well, I met this guy, right? And I gave him all of our money. And what he did was he gave me these seeds, see? And what he said was if we plant these seeds in like a year, we'll have fields full of fucking dope, man. We'll have so much dope we won't even be able to smoke it. And he's like, well, the joke is, well, fuck, man, I want to get high today, not in like a year. Besides, I'm a fucking stoner. Like, I'm going to work that hard to fucking grow fields of weed so I can get stoned in a year. I gave you all my fucking money that I worked hard for all week to go get me some weed. You come back with fucking seeds. Fuck you, you fucking dummy. So this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, hey, man, I don't really want to do that. Like, can't we just like take the existing fucking flowers and and turn those into opium? Like, can't we just steal this old bitch's fucking garden and fucking make drugs out of it? And he's like, yeah, we could, but we could only do that once. And I was like, well, what if we only take like half of the garden? Like, is there enough there to do anything with? He's like, well, maybe we can. So we wait until it gets dark and we go and we look over the fence of this old bitch's garden and we realize that there's a there's a pretty serious fucking field going on. And I, I can only assume that She's someone who knows well enough about her botany that she knows what she's got in her backyard because there's more poppies than there is grass and there's more poppies than there is rose bushes, if you know what I mean. So I really, I don't know anything about what we're doing, right? Basically, I'm just hanging out with my buddy who's up to some weird shit and if it turns out okay, then I'll, they'll jump on the fucking boat with them, you know? Like like I said, you want to smoke these weird herbs and do this thing? I mean, I'll watch you, man. And if it turns out okay... Maybe I'll come and join you, but I'm not going to be the guinea pig that tries it out for the first time with you. You know what I mean? Like, you can be the fucking, you can be Abby Hoffman and start rubbing that shit on your hands and see if you see any fucking sounds. You know what I mean? Like, and, and if you come back and say it was a great experience, then I'll probably be the second one to try your new fucking ex experiment, right? So anyhow, we, uh, we jump over the fence and we do our thing and we harvest like, you know, I'm going to say a quarter of this chick's fucking poppy crops, right? And the whole time, my bud's like, oh, God, these are ready. These are fucking ready. And, I, and I'm like, hey, man, you need to shut up. We're sneaking around in somebody's backyard, right? And he's just kind of like almost orgasmic, like on the verge of orgasm thinking about it. He's like, oh, man, this is going to be so good. This is a fucking good harvest. This is good. I'm like, okay. So we, we finish doing what we're doing and we get it back to the house. And he's like, well, we got to do this. We got to chop these up. Then we got to fucking boil them, okay? And we're going to drink the tea. I'm like, well, is that how you make opium? He's like, well, it's opium tea. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever the fuck, man. I'm just basically going to watch you drink this shit and fucking probably puke all over the place. And I'm going to go home, right? So I help him out. He does his thing. And he, 
he puts it in the water and he starts to boil it. He's like, okay, well, it's going to be a while for this to be ready. So, you know, let's let's watch a movie or listen to some music or some shit. Because we were pretty fucking broke, so we didn't have cable. So all we had was, like, the radio. We had VHS tapes. And we had a fucking old school, like, gray box Nintendo. And uh, we plugged it into this old TV, right? This old fucking... It was kind of like a orangish, like, faded red plastic like 12 inch black and white tv like with the bunny ears and everything and the the two the uhf and the vhf knobs that clicked every time you change a channel that shit but every time that it would start to like warm up and it would be on for like an hour it'd start to make this god-awful noise like like a fucking airplane was going overhead right and it would just come out of the back of this TV. Like we'd turn the volume all the way down and it would still make the sound, right? So it's like fucking louder than louder than the, like speaking. Like you literally would have to like yell over top of this fucking TV. But it was the only TV that we had. So <laughs> um, he got the idea. He's like, hey, man, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this blanket. and I'm going to wrap it around this TV so it dampens the sound and that we don't have to listen to it. And we can play it longer before we get upset while this fucking, while this opium tea is boiling over here. So he's got it in this little pot. So he's got the TV on. He's got it wrapped up in a blanket. He's got this little pot, like, I'm going to say maybe something that you could fit four cups worth of water in. So he's got this little pot. It's filled all the way to the fucking top with these poppy pods that he's fucking like cut up and shit. And then he keeps adding water into it every couple minutes to make sure that it just gets thicker and thicker. By the time that he's done, it's fucking this thick, like, you know, four-day-old coffee fucking sludge shit that we fucking stomach down, right? But he just keeps adding water to it and adding water to it while he's boiling it out. It's this fucking terrible-tasting, god-awful mess of stuff, right? So while we're waiting for it to boil down, we got the TV on. It's wrapped up inside this blanket because it's making that fucking awful sound, right? Um, and we're, we're playing on the gray box Nintendo fucking Mario brothers, like just straight up fucking boring old Mario brothers, you know? Um, so it's taken a while to, to boil this down and he keeps telling me, well, it's not going to be that strong. We got to boil it down. We got to boil it down. So it's probably like three hours or some shit that this stuff is just literally sitting there like boiling away and he just keeps going over, adding water to it. It simmers down until it stops boiling and then it heats up again and he just keeps adding water to it, making it stronger, he says, right? So as we're playing this, the, the noise kind of gets louder and louder and louder. The shit that's coming out of the back of the TV that's muffled from the blanket. But I can smell like this weird, like, you know, somebody's got their e-brake stuck on or something smell, right? Plus, I can smell this like fucking old school, like smell of hot plastic. And if anyone has smelled like old, like 1950s plastic at their grandmother's house or their great grandmother's house, they know what I'm talking about. It's that disgusting fucking plastic smell and i'm like oh i think something's weird here man and literally i get that out of my mouth and all of a sudden you can hear this like click and then like poof poof sound like two of them fucking poof poof and fucking flames just ignite right out of the back of this tv and this blanket's on fire and the tv's on fire and i'm like holy fucking shit holy fucking shit so i immediately run over and i go to like unplug the tv and my buddy's like no and he like slaps my hand out he's like you'll get electrocuted so now this fucking fire like it's nasty fucking like toxic black smoke and shit so it's probably 
five seconds, 12 seconds before he just decides he's going to grab the whole thing. It's sitting on top of a dairy crate. So he just grabs the dairy crate. He puts his hand on top of the burning fucking fire or whatever. Like it's out of the back. So he grabs it kind of by the screen. He grabs the dairy crate and he fucking like throws the whole thing. He just yanks the cord out of the, the wall. He runs towards the door. He kicks the door open. That's kind of already open a crack because we were like smoking in there and shit. So the door flies open and he just throws it out onto the front lawn and it's just sitting there like like burning and shit, eh? And he's like, well, I guess that's the end of the TV. And he just closes the door. I'm like, fuck, buddy, you can't just leave that thing out there. Like we have to do something about it. He's like, oh, yeah, it's on fire. So he goes into the kitchen and he grabs this thing of baking soda. He's got like one of those huge like industrial things of baking soda. I guess he like fucking used it to put in his shoes or his work boots or some shit like that. Like I said, he's into fucking weird hippie remedies, right? So he fucking takes that. He just goes over there and he slowly starts sprinkling it all over. And I guess he like dumps enough of it on there to put it out or whatever. He like kicks at it a little bit and like some smoke comes out and it kind of it stops burning, right? Like the, the plastic goes out and the fucking... The, the blanket goes out and he's just like, okay, well, that's it. And it's just, it's literally sitting on the cement walk that comes up from the street up to his, like, fucking, to his front door. And it's just sitting out there, like, smoldering and stuff. He's like, well, that's the end of the TV. And he comes back inside. He fucking puts his baking soda in the kitchen. He's like, all right, so the tea should be ready. I'm like, it fucking stinks like shit in here, man. He's like, okay, well, we'll go out in the backyard. So he grabs the tea, he shuts off his, uh, he shuts off his stove. He grabs his pot by the handle and he grabs two cups and he goes out and we sit down at the picnic table that he's got in the backyard, right? He's like, okay, here we go. And he like goes to pour it in and it literally it looks like fucking like used motor oil and he like dumps it into the cup. He's like, all right, this one's yours and this one's mine. I'm like, I'm not drinking all of that, man. I'm not drinking that until you're done. And then when I see how you're doing, maybe I'll get into it, man, but I'm not drinking that. You know, like it smells fucking horrible. It smells fucking horrid, man. He's like, well, yeah, of course it's horrid, but it's going to be really good. So he drinks a little bit of it, and I, and I watch him, and he, and he gets fucking wasted, right? Like, he's kind of, like, stumbling around. And he's like, he can't really get up and shit. He's, 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 he's fucked right up. It looks like he's on fucking down, right? Like, he literally looks like he's on down, which I guess is kind of the same shit. <clears throat> so I'm like, well, that looks really interesting, man. And I kind of, like, pretend to be, like, teetotaling it and, and, and sipping on it and stuff, but I don't really... I don't take any of it because it, sm it smells disgusting. It tastes like shit. And I'm like, I don't really know if you're going to make it through the night, right? Like, we'll see how this works. So I just left mine in there. And and he's like, okay, man, you know, it's probably two or three hours, maybe maybe four hours or whatever. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now. The sun's starting to come up. It's it's time to, uh, to call her quits, right? So we peace out. The next day I come over, because it was basically a, a daily thing. I come over and be like, hey, how's it going? You know, we have a couple smokes. We smoke a joint and see what was going on and then kind of peace out and go about our business. So I come over. He's like, oh, man, you didn't drink any of your tea last night. Like a whole bunch of it's still in the cup there. I was like, oh, yeah, I just had a little bit of it. It fucking hit me like a freight train, man. And I saw how wasted you were. So I just wanted to wait a little bit, right? I didn't want to take too much of a dose. He's like, oh, yeah, good idea. Totally. He's like, but it's just fine. We'll just add more water to it. He's like, I'm going to go get some more of those poppies tonight. So, uh, so that we can get some more. I'm like, okay, sounds good. So, uh, I was like, I got shit to do. I got a shit, uh, a shift of work here or whatever. But if I come back, you know, are you going to be partying or whatever? He's like, well, I'll be cooking more tea and you're welcome to come and join me. I'm like, all right, sounds good. So as I was at work, I, I worked at a place where, you know, basically a lot of people come through every day, right? 
I kind of was spreading the word about the adventures that I had had and the discovery that I had about how that there was this, this replenishable crop of this fucking magical fluid that we could make that would fuck people up really easy, right? So the word, word spreads around really quickly because the people with my loose lips are looser lipped than I am. So, you know, it's more or less just spread over really fast. So as as the night progressed, more people were coming through to grab things from where I was working and saying, hey, are you going over to Buddy's place tonight? Are you going to Buddy's place tonight? I hear that he's got some fucking, some opium tea. And I was like, oh, you hear that? Hey, weird. Where, where'd you hear that from? Trying to like lay the groundwork for my denial when he says, hey, man, have you been fucking telling everybody about our fucking cool shit or what? So my shift ends um, like 10 o'clock, 11. I'm done. I'm like, okay, well, it's a short walk over to Buddy's place. So I'll go over there and I'll meet him there and see what he's see what he's doing. And if not, then I'll, I'll just go back and do a raid with him again, the same as we did last night, right? It's not a, not a big deal. We got off without a hitch. So I get over there and he's already got a new a new crops. Like he's already got the, the spoils of a new raid in a pot and it's boiling. And he already has a new TV, right? Um, it, it's not a nicer TV, but it's not one that's going to light on fire in three hours of playing it. And it doesn't sound like an airplane flying overhead the entire time that you're playing it as well. Nothing like stepping up in life, right? And he's got like five or six other dudes, you know, like uh, our, our normal hang around crowd um, at his place. And they're they're watching the uh, the big Lebowski on his new TV, right? And I'm like, hey, man, looks like you got to your, your business already done. Like you're ready to go. He's like, well, you know, I just I didn't want to wait all night because I wanted to be able to enjoy it a little bit longer. So I just took a walk by there and it didn't look like anybody was home. So I just jumped the fence and I grabbed some more. And I'm like, you're already hooked on this shit, bro. Like you are already hooked. He's like, it's really good, man. Like you should have drank your tea. Like you should have drank more of it. I was like, well, we'll just see how this works out. Like now that I know he didn't die or his liver isn't failing or he's not, you know, his eyes aren't yellow or whatever. I'm like, I'll totally fucking chug that shit tonight. You know, like just had to make sure that he was going to make it through. So we're sitting there, we're hanging out and like there's a knock at the door. Right. And this is kind of it, it's pretty normal. I mean, he's we're young people and we got lots of friends and we he lives on his own. I live on my own. So we pretty frequently have people come over more or less a place to get high. So they share with us and then they fuck off or they stay, stay around or sometimes they even stay the night. Right. So there's a knock on the door. It's our dealer. OK, it's it's one of our dealers. Right. And it's a rarity that he's making a, a, a run to our house because he was one of those dudes who was like, Hey man, fucking don't give me no change. I ain't a fucking vending machine. And if you call me for weed, you fucking meet me where I tell you. And when I tell you, like, don't tell me where to meet one of those fucking dudes. Right. So it's very rare that he's doing a, a, a house call. So he knocks on the door, fucking go over, answer the door. It's like, oh, hey, buddy, fucking right on. What are you doing here? He's like, well, somebody sent me a, a message on my pager. And, uh, you know, I, they said it was here. They said they were here. And it's like, oh, OK, um, well, who called this dude? And this one kid who's always fucking milling around and always in the background. He's like kind of like wallpaper, man. Like he was always there, but he was never really did nothing. You know what I mean? So he's like, oh, it was me. So, OK, fine. So Buddy's like does the deal with him. And he basically is hanging around waiting for us to roll up a joint with him, like for the fucking for him gracing us with his presence and, and doing a deal with us or whatever the fuck. Like I said, he's one of those guys. Right. So and, and he's like probably six years older, seven years older than us. And he's always in the fucking gym. So he's a big fucking juiced out like monkey. Right. And he's a bully like all the time. Like I, one, 
One time he like kicked me in the face because I told him I didn't have any, uh, I didn't have any smokes. Like he asked me, hey man, give me a fucking cigarette. I was like, I don't have any. And then I guess he saw it in my pocket, which is why he asked me. And he's like, you don't have any smokes? And I said, no. And then he's like, oh, this dollar I was going to give you. Uh, I guess, I guess I'm not going to give you this dollar. And then he dropped it on the ground and I was like, oh, here, buddy. And I reached down to pick it up for him. And then he fucking booted me in the face. He's like, that's what you get for not selling me your cigarettes. And then he just fucking like reached in my pocket while I was like holding my face and stopping the blood coming out of my nose. He's like, I'll just fucking take one. He takes one out of my pack, puts it back in my pocket. And he's like, that's what you fucking get. So like I said, this, this is just one of those dudes, right? So he's like, what are you guys doing here? What you got on the stove like it smells like shit in here we're boiling poppies um and, and it's gonna make opium tea and then we're gonna get kind of fucked up later he's like oh really like is it good and my buddy's like yeah yeah it's pretty good man like uh, i did i made some last night and this is the leftovers and then i got some new stuff so it's it's gonna be pretty pretty happening dose man like uh it's enough here for for all of us he's like well when is it ready and and my buddy jumps up he's like well let me take a look here right because he's he's our he's our drug dealer he's bigger than us he's older than us so he's kind of like you know waiting on him a little bit as well as i guess if you're nicer to him he might fucking leave faster right so buddy jumps up he's like well let me check and see how things are going he's like well it looks like it's almost ready here we could probably start hitting it right now and i'm like okay well i'll have some of that just basically vouching for the situation from the evening before to let everyone know it's okay it's safe right so okay yeah we we get our little ladle out and we we pour ourselves a little bit and we start to drink it and stuff and and the drug dealer he's like hey where's mine and we're like oh you want to hang out tonight and he's like yeah i'll totally try some of that well if you're going to try some you probably want to hang out tonight I got shit to do. I got a few more deliveries to do here, but I'll, I'll just take a slam of that and see how it goes. And we're like, well, it's probably a pretty happening dose, man, you know, and and my buddy who had picked the flowers is like, yeah, it's definitely a pretty happening dose because there's way more in there than was last night. And last night I was completely fucked. And buddy's like, yeah, you guys don't worry about that. You know, like I'll fucking be the one who decides how much I do. So we're like, OK, man, you do what you want to do. So he drinks it. And he starts hanging out for a bit. And while we're waiting for it more or less to kick in and metabolize, we smoke a couple of joints. We go outside. We have a cigarette. And things are just kind of progressing. And time clicks by, right? After a little while, I'm starting to feel pretty wasted. You know, I look over. And some of the, like, you know, the, the smaller people or maybe they had drank more or whatever, they're starting to really feel the effects. And I look over. And the drug dealer dude is just melted. Like, he fucking looks like he has melted completely into the chair over in the corner. Like he's just sitting there, his mouth is open, he looks a little sweaty and stuff, like his body looks slack. And I'm like, hey, hey man, how you doing over there? He's like, I'm doing just fine. I'm doing just fine. Don't even worry about it, okay? It's like, okay, well, what about those other deliveries you got to do? He's like, oh, I'll get to them in a little bit here, you know? Like, I'll just get to them when I'm ready. Fucking mind your business. I'm like, okay, fine. So we start doing our thing and we're still watching uh, The Big Lebowski, right? And all of a sudden, it just smells like fucking shit. Like, I get this whiff of fucking shit. And it doesn't smell like somebody, like, farted or something like that. It smells like fucking shit, right? And I'm like, oh, man, that smells really gross. And I get up. I'm like, I'm going to go outside and have a smoke. So I get up and I cross the room. And to get to the backyard, you have to go through the living room, through the kitchen, and then out the back door, right? So you do pass the bathroom in this situation. It's in, like, little older places. A lot of times, because the plumbing was cheaper, the bathroom and the kitchen are very close proximity right um so you got to pass the bathroom door and i'm like well maybe the smell is coming from the bathroom so i close the door i go outside i have a smoke i come back in and it fucking reeks like you know how you get that like you know nose blind when you're inside when you go outside you get a new fresh perspective when you re-enter the room well, when i re-enter the room it smelled like i stuck my nose up somebody's fucking shitty diaper right i'm like oh this is fucking disgusting 
So I'm like, okay, who shit their fucking pants? And everyone's like, I don't fucking know. Oh, man. And no one wants to own up to it. And it's fucking so disgusting that everyone's like, oh, this is gross. So we open up the windows. We open up the doors. And it's like, fucking, okay, seriously, who shit their fucking pants? And nobody's like, everyone's like saying something about it. But the one person who isn't saying one fucking word is our drug dealer buddy who is telling us that fucking to mind our own business about how much fucking shit he drinks, right? So he's literally sitting in the chair over in the corner, completely fucking wasted, can't move or anything. And he's like shitting in his pants. He has shit in his pants and he can't get up or do anything about it because he's so fucked up. Right. So we all started like saying, hey, man, like fucking ridiculing him, being like, we told you not to take so much. Seeing how you're so fucking big and tough and shit. Why don't you get your shitty ass up and get the fuck out of the house and go and wash that stuff, man? Like, and you're so much cooler. Why don't you go take your shitty ass and fuck off? And we're saying this stuff to him. And he's like, when I'm fucking when I can, I'm going to get up and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. I'm going to kick all you guys asses here after I fucking when I can get up, I'm going to fuck you up. And the entire time we're like, and still, you're still going to be the guy with poo in your pants. Even if you're beating us up, you're still going to be the guy who's got fucking poo in his pants while he beat us up. So he's like sitting there and he's he's mad about it, but he can't really fucking maintain very much. And he, it, it's, it's a little bit, we stopped picking on him and stuff like that, but we're like, fuck, this is disgusting. And every once in a while, like, we'd be like, wish somebody with their shitty pants would fucking finally fuck off, right? So we look over at him and he's fucking knocked right out. Like he's fucking, he's passed out finally doesn't take very long before he finally gets back up like we just kind of like okay whatever man like when he gets up fucking just be ready to fuck get him out of here you know like we kind of talk and we're like okay if, if he gets up he starts problems you just you whack him with the frying pan here man and this one dude he, he's he's a little bit on the edge you know what i mean he's a little bit on the edge he's like okay man i got this frying pan and i got this fucking knife here and we'll fucking just tell him we'll cut his goddamn throat if he doesn't get the fuck out of here okay like you hit him with the frying pan and then i'll tell him i'm gonna stab him and it's like, we don't really need to go that far, but okay, man, I guess we got some sort of plan laid out, right? Dude wakes up and out of sheer fucking like shame and shit, he just stands up. He doesn't say a fucking word. He just gets up and walks away. Like just gets up, opens up the door, fucking yoink, just disappears, get in his car, starts it up and drives away. And it was like, okay, I guess he's going home to fucking wash himself, right? So... For the rest of the evening, a point of humor that we, we had while we were all hanging out, you know, like, because we, we weren't really sure on how to dose, but we knew that the night before was too much. So we, we, we just kind of didn't really sip that hard on those cups that we had poured. We were able to maintain other than the dude who came to sell us drugs and prove us how tough he was. So he took more than anybody else. And that was this one time that me and my buddy made opium tea that we stole from some old bitch's garden. And then the guy put it in his pants. Not at band camp. Send any questions or comments to n.a.b.c.podcast at gmail.com. Oh, thank you. Not a Bandcamp is hosted by Petey and Nurse Nancy. Sound designed by Lucifer Marie. Executive producer, Timothy Meowington III.